Welcome to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast, your space to find empowerment and wisdom on your journey. We talk about it all, sacred women's wisdom, empowered entrepreneurship, and everything you never learned about your body in one inspiring space. I'm your host, Cassandra Wilder. Let's dive in. Welcome back, everyone, to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast. My name is Cassandra, and I'm feeling so fancy this week because my partner surprised me with a fancy podcast arm. So this is the first time that I actually have like a real, real professional setup for podcasting. So if my voice sounds extra wonderful, <laughs> that's why. So feeling really good. This week on the podcast, I'm excited to talk about the seasons of the feminine cycles and why what we experience in the outer world is often a reflection of our inner world. So this podcast will be a beautiful merging of both the science and the spirituality of our cycles, how they work, and how understanding our cycles in the context of seasons can be really helpful in teaching us how to slow down and honor our cycles and also when to do the opposite, to be bold, to use our voices, and to be really expressive. Change is the only constant in our universe. I think we all know that. And when we start to learn how the external changes we witness, like through the seasons or through the ebbs and flows of the ocean or the waxing and waning of the moon, and how this mirrors our internal changes, it gives us a really beautiful invitation into compassion and flow. So many of us have been programmed into rigidity, into structure, into things that are so forced in such a young kind of way. And so it's kind of an unpeeling process for a lot of us to learn how to actually flow, change, fluctuate, and be okay with the uncertainty that comes with a cyclical season of anything. And this has been such a powerful and very personal lesson for me lately. So much about my own life is changing. We moved in the last month or so, and we both merged our lives together. So we moved into a beautiful home together. We let go of a lot of stuff. I sold my car. I got a different car. We've brought in a puppy into our lives. Like literally every little change or or piece of stability that I thought I had I found myself suddenly releasing from this home that I had loved for two years, this car that had been seriously the my most constant thing for many portions of my life for five or six years. So many things that were seemingly my my root or my base were gone. And I was being pushed into this new this new area simply that was unfamiliar. And isn't it funny, even when we know we're upgrading or when we know something is really good, we can fight that change because what we know or what's familiar is usually easier. So change is such a big thing right now. I think we're all feeling it. Everything globally is changing. It's kind of a an intense year in really every facet of that word. But with change, with uprising, with chaos even, comes this powerful ebb and flow of rebirth. So it's that life, death, life cycle that I've talked about a lot. When something dies, new life comes from it. And so when we learn how to flow with that, then we're freed of the the fear that comes with change. So if you have been like me and struggled a bit lately with uh, being in the flow, or maybe you feel like you're stuck in one place, whether that's in go, go, go mode, because it's easier to stay really busy so you don't have to face what's within, or maybe you're stuck in rest and restore mode because the world is so stressful to you. This podcast will help you see that you are changing, that you have inner seasons, and by understanding these, the outer world will feel less chaotic as well. 
So I've broken these down into four phases or the four seasons of your beautiful cycle. So let's start with spring. We all know the energy of spring. And this is equated to our follicular phase. So if you're not as familiar with cycles, you're about to learn all sorts of cool stuff about it and some of the um, scientific terms for different phases of your cycle. Your follicular phase is the phase after your period has stopped. And your follicular phase can be seven to 10 days. This is all kind of based on the idea, you know, of a 28 to 30 day cycle, but for everyone, it's gonna be a little bit different. So when you're in your follicular phase, what's happening here is estrogen is increasing and estrogen is a very happy, sexy, high energy hormone. We often think of estrogen as being really bad, like too much estrogen, but estrogen in a healthy balance is what makes you feel really, really good at this time of the month. So think of it though as that energy of spring. How do we feel in the spring after a long, dark winter? We're excited to be outside. We're excited to be more extroverted. Community gatherings are really big. We feel creative. We feel like we want to connect. And that's exactly how we feel during this phase of our cycle. So some of the things that may really nourish us in our inner spring or our follicular phase are being outside, putting your bare feet on the ground, being social, and communicating. I think that's one of the biggest things, especially for those of us that maybe feel like we're more on the introverted side at times. This is that time of the month where we naturally want to connect. We want to be around other people, even if it's not necessarily to see someone, but just to be in a larger gathering where we can feed on that energy. This is a beautiful time for us to cook, to be creative, and this is also a beautiful time for us to integrate whatever it is we learned from our menstrual time. We'll talk more about that as we get to the winter phase or your period phase and why reflecting and really looking at your life with an introspective lens is so powerful. So follicular phase, it's about being buoyant and fun and happy. If you follow me on Instagram, at Menstruation Queen, then you probably saw I did a Instagram reel uh, a couple weeks ago and it was super fun, but I did like an outfit change for each, uh, each phase of the cycle and it, it was really funny. So I had to think of like the outfit portion to what would you wear in your inner spring versus inner fall and how can I make my facial expressions match what you feel during that time. And anyway, it was silly, but really, really fun. <laughs> so if you haven't seen it, go find me on Instagram. Now, after spring, of course, comes summer. We all know the energy of peak summer, summer solstice. Uh, my heart this year is, is a little tender just because for the last three or four years, I led a Alaska goddess retreat with the summer solstice every year. And uh, there's nowhere more magical, in my opinion, than Alaska for the summer solstice. The sun doesn't go down until like 2.30 in the morning. And it is just magic. So I missed that this year, certainly. But summer connects us to ovulation. So your actual ovulation window is 24 hours or less. That's the time when your egg actually moves into your ovary and that's when conception can occur. People sometimes talk about ovulation as being more of a five day window and that's just because sperm can live up to five days. So if you ovulated today, but had sex four days ago, you could still get pregnant, right? Does that make sense? So in this peak summer, we feel sexy. We feel motivated, we feel sensual and creative and flowy and also really bold. 
Ovulation is such an interesting time because everything in our body is fertile, it's creative, it's expansive, and we feel this. So for example, example in that Instagram reel, I put on this sexy little red dress just to exemplify the idea of we want to connect and we are definitely tapped into that, that really fluid type part of ourselves. So some things that really nourish us in our inner summer, connecting with a partner, certainly being sensual and having a a beautiful container to celebrate us through that. Being part of a social circle, circle, excuse me, is really nourishing during this time. Doing big things or creating big things, having a big announcement is really big. I talk a lot about our cycles and entrepreneurship, and this is the time of the month where a launch would be really nourishing, where announcing a new offering is big, where coming out with your new course would be really, really expansive. Your ovulation time is all about connecting. This is also a powerful time when we can use our voices for good, when we can have clear boundaries, when we can really show up and stand up for other people. Sometimes we also feel this energy of wanting to clean and organize and structure things, and that can be really nourishing around this time of the month as well. As I said, tapping into your sexy side is really beautiful, and dancing, wow, I I think few things are more ovulation-like than dancing and getting really sensual and moving your hips. So if you haven't been to an ecstatic dance before or if dancing is just kind of a foreign concept to you, it's not something you inherently feel really comfortable with, I really invite you to set the tone in your living room when your partner or your kids or whatever are away, so it's just you, to get some really dim lighting, turn on some really good music. I have a bunch of free playlists on my Spotify. Just search Cassandra Wilder and you can stock all of my music. (laughs) There's lots of good playlists on there. And get into your body, get into your pelvis and just move. Now after ovulation, after summer comes our luteal phase or fall. And an interesting thing happens around this luteal phase, our hormones nosedive, both, both your testosterone and your estrogen really go down. And so some people feel a really abrupt change from their peak ovulation day, and then their next day, they're like, whoa, <laughs> something is not well. <laughs> they, they feel that really big transition. It's really dramatic for them. Your luteal phase is the longest phase of your entire cycle, seven to 10 days. And so this is that phase when some people may experience things like PMS or breast tenderness, and it's the longest phase of the month. Therefore, some say it's the most magical or significant time of the month. Progesterone will start to surge in the midst of your luteal phase. We could almost say your luteal phase really has like two pieces to it. There's the half of it that's right after ovulation, where some people still feel quite good. And then there's the half that's right before your period, where we really, really feel that desire to come inward. What does our luteal phase teach us and what things really nourish us with our luteal phase? Well, the biggest lesson of our luteal phase is that wisdom in slowing down, in reflecting, in not equating productivity with worth. That's a belief that I know a lot of us are struggling with and trying to slowly peel back. This is a beautiful time for long walks, being really introspective, journaling. Does anyone else love to journal? One of my favorite practices. Some deep stretching yoga can feel really good. Um, And preparing for our menstrual time. Some people I know don't like the idea of even cooking during that first day or two of their period. So they will do some minor food prep around their luteal phase so that when they have their period, those first couple days can be as relaxing as possible where they know the fridge is full of food, everything's okay. They won't have to worry or stress about anything. 
Our luteal phase is also a really key time to start to pull back from social activities and learning the art of saying no, learning how to have boundaries and allowing ourselves to not feel guilt for taking care of ourselves. Ideally, we would have as much rest as possible, especially in that last half of the luteal phase before our period. And that doesn't mean like escaping to the beach for five days. We all wish we could do that. Me too. (laughs) But what this means is slowly starting to prioritize our rest. And so rather than going to a big work party, maybe we say no, have that boundary and go home instead. Maybe instead of doing something really social, we choose to do something more nourishing. Maybe we book ourselves a massage. Maybe we have a conversation with our partner and simply ask them to support us in having some alone time one evening. It's all down to the little things that create the full experience we have in our luteal phase. And then last but not least, we move into our inner winter and that is our period. And think about how you feel, say like (laughs) mid-February. when it feels like winter has been forever and you're like, spring is never coming. Yeah, at least I live somewhere that gets cold. So that's how I feel in February. (laughs) Our period is generally three to five days. That's a pretty healthy layer uh, or amount of days for women. If it's longer than that, maybe something to look at. If it's shorter than that, may also be something to look at. In this phase, our hormones are all as low as they will ever be. Everything really is almost in a pause in this respite from the world. This is that really, really key time to take care of yourselves. So things that may nourish you, it may include some gentle yoga or some meditation. It might feel really good, and hear me out on this, to disconnect from social media during your period. Believe me. I get it. I'm on social media a lot. That's where most of my clients come from. I love being on Instagram and on TikTok and all the things. But my newest intention for myself has been to take two days off from social media, the first two days of my period. And at first I had all those fears of, well, what if I'm not posting? People aren't going to be finding me. And I don't know, you, you get all these really, um, these, these dramatic thoughts, right? <laughs> About what's going to happen if you're not on social media. It's so silly. And it's been one of the most nourishing things that I've ever done for myself. I do a social media free day once a week, and now I add that with my period. So I've had some weeks where it just lines up where it happens to be three days where I don't uh, go on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, any of it. And it is so nourishing. I highly recommend it. Let me know if you're going to give it a try. Tapping into your intuition can be really powerful. Some sort of womb meditation can be really beautiful. Reading, getting creative, eating really good hearty foods, grounding foods like root vegetables or some stew or meat or something that that really nourishes you. Being outside is so key. And above all else, prioritizing what it is you need to feel recharged and supported. When we understand our body in terms of the seasons, it's so much easier for us to create healthy routines that support us. So rather than thinking about it's my follicular phase and what does that even mean, we can think I'm in my inner spring. How do I feel in the spring around the spring equinox? I feel really amazing. How can I start to structure my life around that? It's about the little changes you make that go on to create massive ripple effects in your quality of life and how you feel overall. You may notice that you're a bit stuck in one of these phases. Maybe we're stuck in our inner summer where we're go, go, go. That's kind of the phase that our our world wants us to be in. Maybe we're stuck in that luteal phase or our inner fall where we just feel agitated and overstimulated and overwhelmed. 
Maybe we're stuck in our inner winter where we don't want to get out of bed and we just want to sleep all day. You can notice how this starts to give you that blueprint for healing because our cycles are like a wheel. Everything continues to flow. So if you can find where the water is getting trapped or where you may feel a bit stagnant, now you can move into that next phase. If you've ever said to yourself, I wish I knew what kinds of routines or practices would be really nourishing at different times of the month, now you have it all. So listen to this again, take some good notes, and you will have a beautiful, beautiful outline on how you can honor yourself all month long. So before I go, in the link in the show notes, there is a link to my free balance period bundle. This is the step-by-step guide to begin to heal your period, and it is free. It's my offering to you to help you get started on your period healing journey if you're not sure where to even begin. Doors will open for my signature course, Period Reboots, also very, very soon. So by joining with the free period bundle, you'll be the first to know when the doors open. All right, my friends, thank you so much for joining me this week. And may you remember that every season and every part of our cycle has a beautiful lesson for us if we're willing to listen. Thank you for joining us, beautiful friend. Please share the love with a five-star review, text the episode to a friend, and connect with me on Instagram at Goddess Ceremony. Until next time.